0: Wild fall to the Detroit Red Wings, 4-1 in another disappointing Sunday afternoon matinee. The Wild lose their seventh game in a row, and there's no end in sight. This is Wild Minute with Troy. It is not good news from Detroit. It is not good from what, I don't even know the name of it, but should be called Joe Lewis Arena from one of the original six teams in the NHL. The Wild are sinking, and they have no life jacket. 4-1, their penalty kill looked terrible. Their power play looked worse. Goaltending was okay by Gus. He had some key saves in the first period when the Wild once again started the game, went eight minutes without a shot on goal. I think they had four shots on goal with 16 minutes into the game. It's inexplainable how this team does not show up when the pucks dropped. We could go up and down the lineup uh, this podcast is a little bit of a broken record, but what we see game in and game out is is, is a broken record as well. The big dogs aren't eating. Kirill played well for a while, but he was uh, largely non-existent pedestrian effort by uh, Jojo. We haven't seen him play at all. Um, well at all. Matt Boldy, two penalties, mindless penalties. Uh, When your PK is not playing well, when your PK is ranked 36th, 32nd out of 32 teams in the NHL, your number one way to fix that is to stay out of the penalty box. So what did the Wild do? They paraded the penalty box most of the game, three times in the first period. And then Pat Maroon, with just a nonsensical trip behind the net, wasn't necessary at all late in the third period. When the Wild are, are down... They're ending ending up shorthanded because of mindless penalties. Like I said, two from Boldy, one from Maroon. Hartman with a cross check getting involved in some some side games there in the third period. I know it's hockey. I know it's physical. I know you have to settle some scores. Those things happen. But when you're mired in a six-game losing streak, when you're playing in quicksand, when you have sand in your gears, when you're skating with cement skates, you can't afford to do silly things. Maroon did that. Ryan Hartman did that. Matt Boldy did it twice. And if you looked, if you watched the game, and you look at the expression of Dean Evason uh, when the the team gets called for penalties, when the team gives up a goal, I mean, he looks at a loss. He looks at a it's it's, it's a little troublesome. I uh, I thought there might have been a switch after Sweden. Even though they were taking baby steps, but then they came out against Colorado on Black Friday. They lost three to two. We still heard more about baby steps. We heard more about defensive structure. But at the end of the day, this was a step backward today. The loss to Detroit, yes, Detroit had won two or three games in a row, and the Wild had lost six in a row. Yes, the Wild, the Red Wings were at home. The Wild were on the road. But the last three games where we've heard about baby steps, this wasn't baby steps. This was, they didn't show up for the first period. This was the defensive lapse. The penalty kill, the penalty kill was terrible. But that was offset by the absolutely dreadful power play. Yes, the Wild did get one power play goal off of X chest, but the special teams on this team are really troublesome. And I'm not one for calling for a guy's head, but if you're not gonna, if you're going to keep Everson, you might want to think about switching up whoever's coaching the uh, the special teams. Bob Wood is. I think he does penalty kill. I'm not sure who does the power play. I'm actually more bothered by the power play than the penalty kill. The power play is just tough to watch. It takes everything for this team to get the puck over the blue line. And then they got to get possession. And so many times in the last couple games, Friday and today, on the power play, they were losing the puck in the neutral zone. And then they're giving up shorthanded rushes, things like that. Wild, they uh, come back home today. They host St. Louis on Tuesday, and then they hit the road for Nashville on Thursday. So they're in a little bit of an every-other-day thing here. But now what's, what you're going to see is, in what could be the worst division in the NHL, the Central Division, the Wild are going to start playing games in that division. They're already 0-2. They've lost to the top two teams. Not much of a surprise. Colorado and Dallas. The way they lost to Dallas was a surprise, but we've that's well chronicled. They played a decent game against Colorado. Both those games are at home, by the way. So the Wilder 0-2 in the division. The Wild are 0-2 at home in the division. They now have two division games against teams that are statistically and in the standings better than they are, but if the Wild are going to have any hopes of being a much better team than what they are right now, they have to beat St. Louis Tuesday at home, and then you go down to Nashville and win Thursday. But those are such big chores when you consider how this team cannot score. Even Jewel Eriksson-Eck had a breakaway, and he lost the puck. Didn't get a shot on goal. Kaprizov from the slot had a point-blank shot. Didn't even put it on net. Matt Boldy. Same thing. The big dog's got to eat. Now, Eck has 10, 10 goals, so I'm not lumping him in here. But I'm specifically Kirill, Boldy, and JoJo, three of their top five forwards. They still, through 19 games, have not shown up for the season. And if they're not going to play well, if they're not going to at least play to their average ability, it's going to be a really long season. We're nearing that quarter mark of the of the race, guys, and it's not good. The Wilds' penalty kill is 32nd in the league. Power play is in the bottom third. They have to turn it around, and I don't know what the answer is. Neither does Dean, neither does Billy, because you got to dance with the guys that brung you, dance with the girl, you know you, you know the saying, but they have to stick with this team. They don't have a choice to call their players up. They have no room on this, on the uh, salary cap to, to bring guys up. And who do you bring up? I mean, we saw Letiri. Goose played his first game of the season today. He didn't look that great, but you know what? When you're surrounded by mediocrity or less than that, I'm not calling for his head. This isn't his fault. I'd give him another game, let Merrill sit in the press box another game. But if we're talking about the sixth and seventh defenseman, then, uh, Everything else is fixed, and, and we don't need to have focus on that right now because there's so much on the top end of this team. Those first two lines are not producing in any way, shape, or form. And until they do, it's lather, rinse, and repeat. Seven losses in a row after the 4-1 loss at Detroit today. Follow me on Instagram, at Troy. We'll uh, talk to you again tomorrow, break down this game a little more, and start looking ahead to St. Louis. The Wild will host St. Louis Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, XL Energy Center. they got to look for a way to stop this losing streak, or this season's going to be over well before Christmas. We'll talk to you.